Welcome to Talk About the D, the GCOM podcast where we watch all GCOMs and see what they're about, or in my case, wasn't for the first time and see if they're any good. I'm Emily Keen, and as always, I have my co-host Lizzie Gurman here. Hi, Lizzie. What is up? It's Christmas again. Woohoo! Double Ooh. Christmas this year. Yeah. So, so fun. So fun. <laughs> um. We have very special guest, returning guest, Daniel Martinez here. Yay, Christmas! <laughs> and this is an extra special episode because we are re-recording our famous forgotten episode <laughs> <laughs> of Ultimate Christmas Present. Which... What a time. We're recreating it time. because we have the same guest and we're just going to... Do exactly what we did the first. The, it was so the deal was it was our very first episode, right? And it just yes, yes. And we had not yet figured out how to record sound properly, so sure. it, yeah. It, yeah, it was unsalvageable. <laughs> that was and, so so fun, though. I will say. Oh, good. I'm so glad you had that experience. <laughs> um, and I will say that um, we know so much more now even 30 mm. episodes in mm-hmm. um and we were my memory is that we were really hard on this movie and uh rightfully so, so. <laughs> <laughs> i actually yeah. disagree i actually had a better time because i have more perspective but we'll mm. we'll talk about it uh, obviously mm-hmm. i'm the i'm the odd man out obviously i'm the odd man out based on your 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 noise <laughs> yeah, but i i also i kind of agree too and yeah. like i mean there are definitely like certain things to be harsh about still yeah. um like the fact that hallie and her friend look like they're 14 15 and blake looks like he's 10 <laughs> but you know it's like it also i will say hit i mean and i could talk more about this later but this hit very differently now that we're in like the grips of a pandemic mm. um wow so, yeah. yeah uh viewed it a little bit differently than i did the first time but mm-hmm. i will say i mean yeah it's not as terrible as i once thought the blake thing like as, when when she mentions blake early on in that in the movie i was immediately like oh my god that's right he's a child <laughs> <laughs> He's like four foot tall. Yeah, his voice hasn't broken. (laughs) I love how in that scene they had to put him on a couple stairs up just so Mm -hmm. that the girls weren't towering over him. And then he walks down, and yeah, they are so much taller than him. (laughs) (laughs) Yet he's the hot one. Yeah, (laughs) the cool guy. Yeah, (laughs) I want to go back. We haven't been, we haven't done this in a little bit, but I want to go back and I want to do a summary or like a, you know, Mm. a logline, if you will. Yes, tell us what this movie is about, Lizzie. So, what is it about? It's about Allie, who is an Angelino living with her very busy parents and her annoying little brother, who's Spencer Breslin, and she lives across the street from her best friend Brenda Song. And uh, it's L.A. Christmas, so there's no snow, and apparently you go up to school right up 
<laughs> right up till Christmas in LA, yeah. <laughs> uh, like two days, and your your project, um, your project on Shakespeare is due, you know, like the day before Christmas, and um, <laughs> they find Santa has like a summer home in Los Angeles, which fucking of course, of course he does in a cabin, and um, he has thrown out a weather machine. Um, which they, Allie, just being the kind of gal she is, takes out of the trash and they take it home and they can't control it and it creates a snowstorm in Los Angeles. Um, and this grabs the attention of local weatherman, Edwin, <laughs> don't remember his last name. Hadley. Hadley, and he becomes the anti, yeah, he becomes the antagonist. Um, and he is trying to get his hands on the weather machine. Also, Allie finds out that because of this snow day that she created to get out of her project, that's right, that she that she yeah. mm-hmm. tried to create to get out of her a Shakespeare project, um, that uh, her dad can't come home for Christmas and like Christmas is ruined for a lot of people. And uh, then she has to team up with Santa and his two basketball player sized elves <laughs> to... <laughs> Save Christmas, and um, she does. Uh, mm-hmm. And there you go. And they there's a, a chase scene in a candy factory with Edwin. Lulz. Yeah, that's Which, uh, that's pretty much turn. it. <laughs> yep. You could say that in the end, she received the ultimate Christmas present. You could say that. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> They really drive that one in, don't they? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Having your family together is actually the ultimate Christmas present. Which, yes, Santa says that the ultimate Christmas present is a light sprinkling of snow at Christmas time. To which me, as an Australian, said, "Well, where the fuck were you, Santa?" (laughs) 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 Everyone, right? He's American. He's American. (laughs) Every moment. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's just it's just American Santa. Our Santa's yeah. actually at the South Pole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. right. Um, <laughs> well, uh, where to begin? Um, I, I want to begin with um, the setting of Los Angeles, or should we call it Salt Lake Angeles? Because <laughs> it's clearly Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Because everyone apparently lives in the forest, and their school is in the middle of a forest. Like, and yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, uh, okay, so like, one they live in the suburbs, and all of a sudden they're traveling through the woods. Like, where in LA does that happen? They're taking a shortcut home that they've never (laughs) taken before that takes you through the woods. Where there's a cabin that Santa's at. <laughs> now, also, in fairness, I... I will say that if you've ever been into one of the canyons in LA, they do shoot mm. a lot of stuff like in Franklin Canyon because it doesn't look like anything. And I love the idea. This is not what they were what they wrote, unless it is what they wrote, that they're cutting through a canyon and mm. Santa has a house in the middle of Franklin Canyon. For me, okay. That makes the movie a million times better. I don't think that that's true. I don't think there's any reason for a bunch of kids to cut through the like the middle of that, you know. But right. uh, I but like also the like idea. that they've never done it before, right? Like this was the first time, 
And I'm like, yeah. why? Why now? Why now? Right. <laughs> well, because well, they have to rush. Don't they have to rush to like get something for the party? Is that what they're doing? Was I don't know that, I... or was it they needed to rush? They did need to rush back something related to the party. Was it? Was okay. it for the party, or was it that they needed to finish this paper? I don't Maybe remember. the paper. I don't remember. Probably. Oh, um, the party is on Christmas, which is something that I'm sure we bumped on. And not to derail what we're talking about, but like uh, Spencer Breslin's like, what about my basketball tournament? You know, because in yeah. LA, nobody can. Oh, that's it's right. Place. It's a, yeah, it's this a is, place of so they have, she has this very type A mom who mm-hmm. is constantly talking about they need to organize their schedules for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so she runs through, this is what she has down for Christmas. She says, presents from 8 till 10, church at 11, lunch at 12.30. Then Spencer mentions about his basketball tournament. Then Allie is like, well, can we go to... Um, Blake's party at 2.30 and then the dad says yeah but you have to be back by 6 because your grandparents coming over um, what the <laughs> fuck kind of Christmas is this like- <laughs> I'd be like you ungrateful little shits if you don't clear your schedule for Christmas <laughs> to be with your family you're getting cold for Christmas that's right? what I'm going to say to my kids like that's ridiculous yeah. but so- it's also like these yeah. are 13 year olds like you're not going anywhere you're a yeah, child you're- <laughs> <laughs> So the other thing I will say, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but um, the other thing I'll say is that, so there's this beat, which is like, okay, Christmas is a casual fucking day for them, obviously. Like, Christmas mm-hmm. is like, Hallie Todd is like basically going to be working all the way up till Christmas, Lizzie McGuire's mom. Um, and she, I guess she's not working on Christmas, but she's working all the way up to it. She needs, you know, the whole family to get together. So, and then the dad is traveling, you know, he's going to be back on Christmas Eve to pitch his bone dog bone um website Website. to a bunch of investors in silicon valley again amazing detail um (laughs) so then when they when the storm gets really bad like two-thirds of the way through which is our like impetus it's the dark night of the soul it's you know Mm -hmm. breaking into like Allie's like i have to fix this because Mm -hmm. dad's not going to be able to come home it's really confusing to me because i was like well, I understand how sad that would be, especially for kids. But like, I, you guys weren't gonna be together anyway, right? Am mm-hmm. I wrong? Like, yeah, because they were all going off to this stuff. Basically, the yeah. eight till ten. First of all, eight till ten for presents. It's gonna take you two hours to open <laughs> presents. How many fucking <laughs> presents do you have here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> too many. They're just like one at a time. Like, probably maybe they have <laughs> a system. Four- one at it's a like, time. okay, yep. Allie opens a present, yay, and then Spencer Breslin opens a present, and yep. then mom, and then like, <laughs> and repeat, this, that's why. That, that sounds like, like, there's a, a home video of my family of, I think when I was like three, where my parents went a little overboard with the gifts, and there's, they're like recording, it just kept going, and I was like, why did you buy so many things? <laughs> and they were, dad was like, I don't know, we just got excited. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was but it wasn't like a bunch of like cool stuff it was just lots of those like really basic christmas things you get like like basically a bunch of stuff stocking stuffers that they had actually wrapped but it just oh. kept going and i was like why did you do this <laughs> <laughs> but that that would take two hours it's for four people that's so many presents yeah <laughs> yeah maybe they God, just take she really their that 
time. Who's to say? Yes, but she's just, I I imagine that she's just thinking like, that includes like, maybe a little, when are they going to have breakfast? Do they have breakfast after presents? No, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Eight till 10 for presents and breakfast makes sense. Yes. Yes. I think that maybe is implied. Um, Right. (laughs) <laughs> it's impossible to know it's impossible to like, know open some eat some open some eat some it's like really just like an open window of possibilities <laughs> yeah. yeah to yeah, like get everything that's kind of what my family does like we all sit down and have breakfast and then then we go do the presents kind of thing mm-hmm. like i, uh, I think that's together. what most people do yeah surely mm-hmm. totally well anyway so yeah so so anyway this beat of like yeah, I'm sorry dad's in San Francisco. I didn't know it would be enough to like they they the writers are trying to have their cake and eat it too, which is like both that they don't value Christmas at the beginning and think that it's about you know, presents, presents. which they joke about. Mm. And then also that they're devastated when dad's not going to be home. And you know, I guess I I would be sad too. I you know, just you're you're bummed about it, but they're like really bummed about it. Uh, yeah. You know, even Hallie Todd is like devastated, and it's like, well, I thought you were catering an event. Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, it know. seems like she is catering a lot of Christmas parties that are on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. which doesn't seem likely. Of like, I don't. And this seems I mean, to be like a Christmas movie trope because it happens in like Santa Claus as well. That their company yeah. Christmas party is like on Christmas Eve, and I'm just like, this is not something I'm familiar with. Most places the office is right. closed by then. They had, and most places have like their Christmas party, you know, two weeks before Christmas or even in November. Some do like, yeah, it's Paul. They really like length it out. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Ooh. Daniel. I want you to get in here and talk but uh i was just gonna say paul sure talked about that a lot in um how did this get made he's like they never yeah. have a christmas party on christmas eve it never happened because that's like die hard that? yeah the die hard's like that die too hard. yeah it's yeah. like no one no business like maybe like a family christmas party but no right. business right. is having a christmas party on Christmas Eve, first of all, because most people get that day off, or at least like a half day, so you can go home to your family. Yeah. Like, it's like, and, I mean, unless That's it's a weekend, great. but even then, I'm like, this just, this just doesn't happen. There's <laughs> like, no universe in which it makes sense. Well, yeah, and then also, she fun. seems to be catering like turkey dinners for mm-hmm. these parties, which I again, I'm like, what, what is this? Is this like yeah. family? Are you making like? Is it catering like family Christmas dinners or? Oh yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Or like a, oh, like a party where they are, like also have a fancy turkey. <laughs> yeah. Which is also like, what kind of party is that? Is that like? Yeah, yeah, a, a sit down dinner party. I don't know. <laughs> like you're not you're not really gonna have a turkey for your Christmas party. Like you maybe know, a I, ham. Man, right. Maybe. Honestly, every time she started like doing her thing, I was like, "This doesn't seem right," but I don't know enough about catering to dispute like what. Well, right, happened. and then also that she seems to run the business out of her home kitchen. Out of her home, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's her. Very questionable. What, what's the guy's name in um, the sassy? Uh... Oh, Ruben. The, yes. the real, uh, the real star of the film. Real of star of the film. What is that character's name in Gilmore Girls? 
Oh, is he? Oh from my god, Gilmore is he Girls? Gilmore Girls? No, he's not. But it's the same stereotype, which is the oh. sassy, the sassy ethnic, ethnic gay. Yeah, um, <laughs> who plays the like guy who like never wants to do anything, but is like the comic relief. It's Yannick in Gilmore Girls. I think it might just be Renee. He's French. That he sounds right. Inn. And he's Renee. like, he's that exact character. Yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, I just think that uh, that was, I was like, I feel like Renee, this guy walks so Renee and Gilmore Girls could run. And that's, all <laughs> that's all I'll say so, about that. I did, I did enjoy Ruben a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Even though it made no sense for him to be there at all. (laughs) Yeah. He needs to help her with the thousand turkeys she has to cook in her tiny, tiny home kitchen. In her (laughs) home kitchen that has one oven. Yeah. So each of those turkeys is like four hours. How? (laughs) And And she's like, we're going to be having turkey sandwiches for months. And I'm like... (laughs) How? Where are you even right? storing all these turkeys? You only seem to have one fridge. Right? <laughs> Is it yeah. just and full when... of turkeys and nothing else? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many questions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, it was Michelle. Michelle in Gilmore Girls. Michelle. Oh, is yeah. that that's the name? Michelle? Yeah, and he's a uh, he's French Canadian and it's a really fabulous part that that um actor did really fabulously uh but i think i do think that he owes his (laughs) he owes his creation to to this we haven't talked about who's in the movie can we talk about who's in the movie really fast just yes let's do it you've got well we've talked about spencer breslin um and christmas start yep and we've got yeah apparently we can get in that in a second uh we've got (laughs) hallie todd lizzie mcguire's mom we've got brenda song as the best friend Brenda We've got Pat- Patrick Starr as one of the tall elves. It's um. Wait, is that the voice oh my- of Patrick Starr? Yes. Yeah, Bill Hagerbaka. <gasps> is, Baker. is what? The voice of Patrick? Yeah. Patrick, yes. He's also like Marshall's dad on How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never seen that show. He's clearly just an extremely tall man. <laughs> so, well, let's. Uh, let's talk about that for a second. So the two main elves that we get in this movie are him and what's what's the actor that plays the other oh, one? Sally, and he's not John- really an actor. He's actually like an NBA player. Oh, okay. So he is actually uh... an NBA player. Um, so they're both enormous. Like, <laughs> and then they keep making jokes about like, I thought elves were meant to be small. And I'm just like, why? Why did they make this choice? <laughs> because that's comedy, Kane. That's yeah. comedy. We expect short people. <laughs> and they gave us tall people. God, take a comedy class. <laughs> I, well, that's I, the I, joke. You, you know, you see the I you see the um whatever the wheels turning in the writer's heads very obviously. It's like, okay, <laughs> Elder's supposed to be short, so you get a bunch of tall guys to do it. And also like <laughs> So they get a weather machine. So the antagonist is a weather guy. It's like right. the most obvious <laughs> comical beat I mean, choice, rather, is what they made every time. The else, the else thing is a little bit like, yeah, it is that basic comedy of like, comedy is all about things that are unexpected. And what would mm-hmm. you not expect? Really tall elves. Mm-hmm. Like, like, totally. That's exactly right. Brilliant. Brilliant. 
Yeah, give them a daytime Emmy or whatever. I don't right. know. I will take my awards. <laughs> the other, uh, the, the other main cast member we have is Peter Scolari as yes. the weatherman. Uh, what is his name? Edwin you Hadley. Are- I've already okay. forgotten it. I was right. like Edwin Hadley, Hadley, Edward Hadley, and he is the. I mean, we said it obviously. The um, oh my god, I already forgot his name. Ruben is the MVP, but I think Edwin is really funny. Like maybe that makes me <laughs> become bitch. But I was like that got um, he's given one hundred and ten percent for that role. He's giving everything that actor is, everything oh, that yeah. he's got. You know, totally. And I played a very good it. villain. Yeah. And I also, little moment, I had no, I never caught this before, but when his boss told him that he's married to his sister and they cut to the picture and it's him in a wig and a dress, I had no idea that was him. And I saw it this time and I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. I was like, oh my God. That, That moment was pretty good because I did think like how how is this guy still working for this news station because i mean the the bra the like um what is it the the guy who runs the station who's married to his sister um he he says that he doesn't like him because he's too boring but i'm like i think it's more of an issue that he just doesn't seem to be able to string a sentence together and then like he, he goes up one time and like I don't know what happens, but he like falls onto the like counter that they're all right, standing at. Bed. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is and weird. I'm just like, this is the bigger issue, not that he's boring, but that he doesn't seem to really be able to talk, which yeah. is like, kind of essential for for a news like yeah. person to do. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like I agree Jesus, with take you. a camera I agree. class. <laughs> but he also lacks any shred of charisma like mm-hmm. it just it doesn't make sense that he would ever have been the weatherman like totally. <laughs> yeah. in LA where it's like very like coveted to be weather a weather person because you have to like um st- you basically you can do like a stand up routine because there's never any weather in LA famously yeah. <laughs> um so. It's just a free set for anyone to just get like a free one minute of airtime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> every every half an hour or whatever you get. Just be like, get guess it. what? Yeah. It's sunny and seventy five again. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and about airport food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just cut to whatever joke you want. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a snowstorm tomorrow. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> And then they're like, no. no, there, no, there is gonna be a snowstorm. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Say what now? Say what uh, now? Um, <laughs> when when they keep when they keep bringing him like the the report that there's a snowstorm yes. in L.A. and he just keeps yeah. crumpling it up, be like, no, it's impossible. Like, <laughs> it was like you freaking. First of all, you're on air. Learn something about presentation. Second of all. <laughs> Believe science, or well, no, actually, I don't want to say that because he does believe science too. Like, in this, in this particular case, fault. science would say that there is not a snowstorm. <laughs> right. Uh, and I love. I again, I feel like we also talked about it last time, but his whole like fake, his fake science business with like putting the snow in that yes. beaker <laughs> of blue fluid, just like. 
someone clearly didn't know how to make him look meteor me, meteorological. Got it. Yeah, yeah. it's like that. That's a cl- it's classic like <laughs> scientist in a movie of we need him to have a beaker over a Bunsen burner next to his desk so that he yeah, can do experiments. Science. And mm-hmm. it's like I don't think meteorologists would ever be in a lab. Like that's right. not <laughs> <laughs> what what are you gonna yeah. learn? <laughs> right. I've seen the meteorologists on TikTok. They never go in a lab. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. The TikTok yeah. meteorologist, no labs. I know. De- I can do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. a guy. So so that's that's pretty much all of the characters we have, except for the dad. I don't know who plays the dad. Um, yeah, he's barely he's a, in it. He's a very <laughs> generic white dad. 90s dad. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, Which means I am about him. <laughs> very All much right. like can we get more of him please yes yes Shame so for daniel would all. like a spin-off that is right. a <laughs> gay romantic comedy with the dad like please <laughs> also like why is he is he really traveling for business to san francisco <laughs> what yeah. is happening there right oh before christmas is he going to Palo Alto or is he going mm. to the Castro district? Like, who knows? Right. <laughs> like, I'll tell you what, it does involve a bone somehow. <laughs> wink, wink. Give, give this dog a bone. <laughs> this, this is why we had to have you back. Totally, yes. No one I take it exactly where you the movie never intended to go, and I just take it right there. And you take it. <laughs> We're twenty six minutes in. And it's it's out of <laughs> it's out of their hands. Honestly, once they release yeah. the movie, we can interpret it however we like. True, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And we say this gay dad fucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And and I say good for him. And I say <laughs> good for him. Um, yeah, exactly. We- we, we, uh, there was not as much of this as I anticipated, but, um, one thing I noticed that I wouldn't have noticed the first time, but now that we have the context of the other Disney movies we've done is the internet scare, like the satanic panic of, of mm. the internet that was present in so many movies at this time, or the, so I don't know if it's a panic, but it's like, oh, there's the internet now. We gotta like, we gotta put it in as many shots and dialogue as possible. So, you know, he's he has an internet startup that does dog bones, a hundred varieties of dog bones. And then, um, gosh, what's he, Oh, and then immediately after that, it's like the elves want to take Christmas into the 21st century with an online, Mm. with a Santa, a website for Santa. Oh, that's right. They have like, Um, a an internet database for the nice and naughty list. Yes, exactly. Right. And but Santa's uh, like, no, nah, don't need it. Got it all up here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then but he turns honestly, into the giant creep ever. <laughs> oh my God. I know that scene. Which, wait, which scene? Which scene? The one where like these grown men are hunting little girls. And- <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 
sneaking to like interrogate them and it's like uh this just gives me a little creepy vibes it's like i think it was it would have been fine if like they encountered them in public spaces but that one where santa went into that girl's house i was like santa this too much yeah Yeah. and then he like knew all of this stuff about her and i was like this is upsetting yeah like this is just straight up creepy and yeah yeah but I, I did I did find that pretty funny though when that when he leaves and that little the mom comes in and she's like, Who are you talking to? And she's like, Santa. And the mom's like, basically, I'm sick of your shit. Go to go, go upstairs. And she's like, No, it was real <laughs> That cracked me up. That 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 one moment does hold up for me because I remember cracking up at that as a kid and rewatching <laughs> it, I'm like, Oh, that's that poor girl. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that was pretty oh, good. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I, uh, uh, you're exactly right. One thing I will say that I kind of, I like, I like this Santa. Uh, maybe that's a, maybe that's mm. a hot take. Um, mm-hmm. But I actually think that this, I mean, apart from like, I think that he's like, I think he's got a great look. First of all, he's got a great look. Mm, he's got mm-hmm. a great face. He's got a great voice. I think he I like his attitude voice. a lot. And then I also like that, um, that, mo- that, that, part where they're using the uh, database to find out what shoe um based on the shoe mm. print. And he's already all he's already got it up in his head and he's like i know that there are 1000 like this many girls and i didn't find it creepy because it's like a shoe size and i think it would i, I like the idea a lot that he like magically is able to have all those numbers you know because right. he that- their gifts, so he knows that there are this many girls with that shoe size it, he's good it, at his job that it's that part job. wasn't that part wasn't yeah. as creepy it was mostly more when he actually encountered the girls and there was like yeah. here's all of this personal information about you that i know <laughs> like that that was upsetting but oh. no, knowing <laughs> that like there a lot of girls got that particular shoe for christmas and it, this like yeah that's that's his job but yeah yeah, coming in yeah. and just being like, I know all this personal shit about you. So tell me, did you steal my things? Like <laughs> <laughs> that in that moment, I always found like, and this sorry if this jumps ahead, but um, that I also he came at those girls very differently because what's what's Brenda Song's name? Sam. Sam. Yeah. Yeah. So when he was proving to Sam that he that he's actually Santa, he said, you dance to Ricky Martin music in your room when no one's looking. And then he said, and you, Allie, you think that your family is trash and you hold up this like facade for everyone and you think that your family is never going to know the meaning of Christmas. And it was like, oh, you are just going like full deep in here when you just said that her friend dances in her room and you are just having like an existential crisis with your family i was like did Allie deserve that wow is that is that the moment as well where sam is there like i didn't know that and it was like a a moment of being like whoa your life is way harder than i thought and i'm like yeah uh, after earlier in the movie when um when Allie is like, what would be worse than not having your dad there for Christmas? And Sam oh is god, like, right. my dad is dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, cringe. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it was one of those moments of just like, she, Allie is just a terrible friend. Like, yeah. <laughs> whole, 
whole totally. whole movie just like sam's like i have already done my paper i just want to go to school i just want right. to do the th- do things properly and then ali is mm. like nah i'm gonna do the snow day so that we don't have to go to school we don't have to do that paper and she's like yeah. oh fuck like not having my dad there would be the worst thing ever i'm sorry that your dad's dead but like this is my dad like yeah <laughs> And even when Sam opens up and like says, you know, oh, my, you know, my dad loved Christmas. My mom said that he, you know, would would celebrate right after Thanksgiving and keep the decorations up all year if he could. Ali immediately comes in. Yeah, my mom says this about, um, you know, our family and then like just takes away from that moment. And I'm like, listen to your friend, please. (laughs) Yes. I know. I completely agree with you, Daniel. What she does is she brings up the, um, the the bracelet yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. which becomes the moment at the end yeah it's like no you had to get that bracelet in there but Mm -hmm. you don't have to do it now like this is a kind of not super appropriate like yeah i do wish brenda song she's like listening so intently and crying um to ally and uh it's i i do wish there would be a little bit more recognition from yeah Mm -hmm. ally at that point just like yeah just like a little sorry that happened yeah and i think it kind of would have been maybe would have been more effective if santa would have been the one to have been like um you miss your dad a lot actually to brenda yeah. to mm-hmm. sam and then Allie's like oh my god fuck like i haven't been paying attention to like my friends because i ali doesn't really yeah. deserve uh brenda uh, sam doesn't need to have a moment where she's like i didn't know that you didn't tell me that like okay it's fine like ali's character doesn't need that doesn't need mm. the in my opinion, her her thing just needs to be that she, you know, is fine and yeah. she's spoiled. I, it I would have been it would have been a bigger moment if Sam, like, if Allie had been the one to go to Sam, like, I didn't I didn't realize you were going through that, like, because yeah, she doesn't yeah. really have a turning point of actually becoming a good friend, <laughs> like, right, right. right. <laughs> I mean, she she yeah, it is yeah, you're you're exactly right. She has like she has the turning point of like, I have to stop this because of personal reasons, <laughs> but mm. never like, I need to do something like self, I need to self-sacrifice something mm. because. Uh, no, it's all just, I, I want to have my cake and eat it. Like yeah. she, yeah. she, she got what she wanted, but she didn't have to do the paper. And now mm-hmm. she's like, oh, but it means that I can't also have my dad for Christmas, which I would also like. So Santa's like, you know what? You can have both. But yeah. you know, fuck, fuck Brenda Song, because we don't care about her. Like, uh, Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. God. I guess Santa can't bring your dad back from the dead, but God, no. that would have been... You know, we don't deal with dead parents that much in the no. um which is kind of surprising to when I think about it, but actually they probably just don't want to deal with it. Um I was flashing on when we did get a clue for some reason because Jack's dad it's the same situation where um the secondary, like the love interest, is um his dad is dead and mm. yeah. And um and is that the character Owen, played by sorry, go ahead. Yeah, who, character played by who? Go for it. Bug Hall. Oh, you got it. You got it. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. he's the only reason I know that is because he is hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm noticing oh, a theme god. with uh, your viewing, Daniel. <laughs> 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 it's also because I just the other day rewatched uh, because I was scouring Disney Plus for just like whatever, and I found the Honey I Shrunk the 
like you know the um series mm-hmm. the franchise oh. um and i stumbled upon um honey we shrunk ourselves and bug hall is the little little kid in that and i was like oh my god i didn't realize he was in something other than uh the little rascals i didn't either i was just about to say his little rascals appearances yeah uh yeah okay well but yeah he- get a clue he was very very he grew up, love interesting. He's very lucky to be so cute as a kid, and then like he just was that amount of hot as a adult. You know, mm-hmm. he, just, he just like took that and made it adult. Um, but anyway, his dad is dead, and she's like, "Oh, that's right. People can have dead parents." You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> like maybe I should be less of an asshole because I have two parents. And, but then uh, she kind of reacts <laughs> like, uh, like in Princess Diaries. When um, what's the friend? oh is my Lil- god, Lily? Lily? Yeah, Lily. when when <laughs> when Anne Hathaway <laughs> is like, you know, he my he was my dad and he's dead, and she's like, that happened like three months ago. I thought you were over that, and it's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. This is a similar thing of like, I mean, Brenda's song is like, I mean, he died when I was three, and it's like, yeah, but that actually can make it harder because you've never right. really experienced yeah. it, so. Yeah. So it's it's more of a well I wouldn't know like <laughs> yeah yeah dude it's, <laughs> okay. they, it's, the dead the dead parent thing is like very very tricky I think that's why they never do it because if it's too if it's too soon then it becomes about the de- oh in horse sense they had it as well if it's too soon it becomes about mm. the dead parent if it's if it's too far away it's um it like they try to put push it under the rug in a way that's very awkward. Um, because they're like, well, he's not there, but it doesn't matter, which like, it does matter. Um, it's always the dad, because I think, I think there's too many questions if it's like a single dad, but if it's a single mm. mom, it's like, yeah, they're single moms all the time. Right. And they so don't want to have that's a interesting. Uh, in there. So it's always a single mom, I think. Yeah. Um, huh. Because the implication was that a father couldn't raise a child or children by himself. Yeah. Because in Smart House, it's a single dad, and their whole goal is to get get in get a there. mom. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. dads work and moms take care of the kids. Exactly. <laughs> it's too much for a dad to have to do those things by himself. We need yeah. a we need a woman in here who mm-hmm. can. <laughs> That's the rules. We need, a, we need a vagina and a pair of boobs to raise children. <laughs> yeah. Before and I'll say it again. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's let's talk about the the snow in LA. So Okay. So like first of all, she gets her snow day. She doesn't have to go to school. Then she doesn't turn off the machine. Like Yeah. <sighs> so frustrating. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I it's guess like, that's yeah. Yeah. As soon as you woke up, you've been like, "Okay, cool. Done." Yeah. Off. Yeah. <laughs> and like Movie it's not ended. Like, her dad calls in to be like, my plane's been delayed and stuff, but then mm-hmm. she doesn't turn it off until the mom tells them that his flight's been cancelled, that he, like, can't get back to LA at all. Yeah. Um, and then does it turn itself back on? Is that what happens? Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've always thought that was, that was confusing. Um, yeah. Like, Maybe they're just showing the hubris, you know? Like, it's like, oh, she's going to fucking, she's going to regret this. You know, that kind of thing. Like, she's mm. 
she's too much into her scheme and she's is that possible i i mean i think that is kind of what they have i also think she just it's meant to be like she's just not thinking about that aspect of what's happening that it's like she got what she want why not and then probably this thing of like oh well everyone in la is gonna love having a white christmas so why don't we just leave it on yeah yeah and then yeah yeah, but then she she turns it off and then it comes back on and it goes like much worse isn't it like yeah Mm -hmm. it's like yeah ugly snow yeah yeah, it um it turns back it turns itself on and she wakes up and she opens her um curtains and instead of like a lovely snowfall it's like it's like bluster it's like blowing snow. Um, yeah, it's like a full blizzard like a basically. Yeah, um, and we do we know why it turns back on? I guess I guess we do at the end we know that it just it malfunctions. Like one time yeah. so sets it for snow and it works like perfectly and then and then because the reason he threw it out, Santa, the reason he threw it away in the first place was because it was acting. it was malfunctioning mm-hmm. and he got yeah. frustrated. Um, yeah. yeah, which yeah. like let's talk about that for a second. So <laughs> the, the two girls come across this cabin in the woods where there is an old man tinkering on things. Shut up, Keith. And, and they decide. <laughs> Oh, he's just thrown something out. Why don't we take it? Like, this looks cool. Why don't we just take it? Like, yeah. 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 So and many. Do we, do we know? We don't know why she takes it, right? She just know. thinks it looks cool, I guess. It is like, I'm going to keep this. And I'm just like, this, that's just straight up stealing. Like, just because he's thrown it in the trash, like, you are not allowed to take things from people's trash. I think I actually think it may depend on the state but i actually think that once you throw something out it is um free um free uh what am i trying Ooh, to say you know free no free reign or up for grabs yeah up okay. for grabs thank you thank you i couldn't <laughs> something like that. that out yeah yeah i think that's true because i think my dad was explaining that to me because i forget something how, i forgot how the conversation came up but he was like yeah as soon as it hits the curb it's like Anyone, anyone can take it. Yeah. Okay. Well, if I say as soon as it hits the curb, then that in this instance, he's out in the woods. That's a good yeah. point. Like, you go up. You probably can't. You definitely can't go up on someone's property and take something out of the trash, even if it's in a trash can. So, well, mm. and it's three. There's three cans there. Like, who's to actually say that this is the trash? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's true. Or just like really grunge storage. <laughs> just really grunge. I do think that's the whole yeah. thing of it being on the curb is like it has to be on the curb because you have signified right. that it is. Mm-hmm. This is trash that, is that going. I that is we're putting that it is out. Not, yeah, it's not weird storage. It's not grunge storage. Yeah. It is. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't like come into the driveway and take something out of the trash can there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You might still want uh, it. You never know. But like even even mm-hmm. so, she's it's in the middle of the fucking woods. So <laughs> it's just this like I just the the logic does not work for me. <laughs> of like what what is this kid doing that she's just like, "Oh, this old man in the middle of the forest has thrown something out of his And it's not actually like he's specifically thrown it in the trash. It's more like he threw it out of the cabin and it landed in mm-hmm. a trash can yeah like 
Like, who's mm-hmm. to say that he wasn't just frustrated and just threw it, and it it may have landed in the trash can, may have landed, you know, on the ground sort of thing. That's right. Yeah, he totally. doesn't, like, place it in there. He, like, tosses it, doesn't he? Yeah. And then she's yeah. just like, oh, well, I'll just steal this thing that I don't know what it is. Like, I just don't get... As a child, I don't think if someone had thrown something like that out, I would have been immediately no. like, oh, no. I'll just take this. Like, right. I would say that my... So, yeah, you're exactly right. That bumped me as well. And so here's what I think. Here's how I would have fixed it. You either plant something that Allie likes to take stuff apart, right? Mm. Allie likes to, like... I, I don't think she had, likes to root around in trash cans or anything but she likes to like tinker or or you do that so that it gives her motivation because her only motivation is when she says she's like you know that show where they tell you it's you think it's trash and they tell you it's worth a million dollars or whatever she's like talking about antique road show okay that so it's like she thinks it's worth money but it's in the moment it's not motivated to, to my right so do you do that or you have Spencer Breslin's character? Because he hasn't doesn't have any person like he doesn't have mm. any like really strong yeah. personality traits, except that he's like rambunctious. So maybe he And and he wants out. to find his Christmas present. Yeah, maybe he exactly, yeah. yes, exactly. He's like a little squirrel. He's a little squirrel. So like maybe he, <laughs> he gets it out of the you know, and then you can like it doesn't matter because they don't really interact with Santa Claus. So it could be, it may as well be Spencer Brosnan. It's He's going to take it back to the house. And then Allie sees what it does. And she's like, oh my God, this is a game changer. Mm. Well, even notes. even if they had been like, oh, it's, it's you know, like a pot, like it's some sort of party light or something. Like if they had just connected it to, we could use this to decorate Blake's party or mm-hmm. this is some kind of cool light or something like something yeah. where it's yeah. like, Ooh, this will help us in our yeah. attempt to get this child to fall in love with us. Like yes, child. that, <laughs> that would have worked better for me. Um, no, you're exactly right. It's, it reminds me of how, I mean, I know it's like very similar, but it's like um, Xenon likes to like mm. dumpster dive that's like they make mm. that instead of instead of instead of it being like Xenon's just in the hallway when she overhears stuff they do this really clever thing where she's she's really well she's really precocious but she likes to go into the dumpsters to find materials to make her art projects like that every step of the way makes sense yeah and she's mm-hmm. been told not so it like it gives her a reason to get in trouble it gives her a reason to overhear these conversations it gives her a reason to retrieve that disc out of the trash that has been thrown away like mm. or she she actually i guess she doesn't get out of the trash but she gets it from the floor and she doesn't know what it is but she's into it it's like that script is so tight i mean xenon's great but like that <laughs> it it succeeds because the things actually make sense yeah. and you're not like just like well, I thought they didn't even care about Christmas, but actually they do. Right. But actually they do enough to yeah. be really upset that their dad's not going to be home. And like, oh, she just gets this thing out of the trash can because she's so quirky, you know, like. <laughs> so quirky. I mean, even, <laughs> even if it was like, you know, she's really good at 
getting stuff from the thrift store or something like like they they need they need something cool to impress blake and she's really good at finding random stuff and and yeah like you know turning turning random old clothes into cool new clothes or finding old stuff and making them into new things but there's none of that it's just she's she's a, a girl who doesn't want to do her homework wants to impress this boy and only cares about presents at Christmas. Like yeah. that's that's yeah. what they set up, and that's what we get. Like yeah, she wants more- to do the bare minimum and get the <laughs> maximum <laughs> out of life. Like and what I'm a typical sure, teenager. I did. So, I mean, I'm sure, that's how they pitched it. And I think what <laughs> what I'm really hearing, the more I think about it, is like how, in my opinion, like the the adult characters really resonate. And it's like I pretty mm. much get Hallie Todd's character, and I think that like the uh, I think that the um, Oh my god, the weather guy is like probably the most interesting character here and everybody <laughs> else is kind of like cookie cutter and I feel like that's mm. the difference between like adults who know how to write for like write write kids and adults mm-hmm. who don't really know how to write kids mm. actually. Totally. I think that the stronger decoms are probably like well, how do I have a child who's also kind of fleshed out, you know, mm. instead of mm-hmm. just these like yeah, I don't really know how to flesh out how to have a kid that also has like complex because she doesn't really she actually doesn't really have any good qualities to be honest like she doesn't seem to learn anything much she it's just she doesn't she's never nice to her friend like later on um i forget exactly what sam says but she says something about like you know well if you hadn't done the this random weather machine thing that we wouldn't be in this situation like something like that yeah Allie's response is to say thanks because I didn't feel bad enough already and it's like (laughs) she doesn't have any redeeming qualities she's not nice to her friend she's Mm. not helpful to her family she only cares about presents she only cares about this boy well, Everything she, she does is self yeah. like self-serving. It's, it's the self-centered. It's not like just like with all these characters, they're not like actively malicious. They're not trying to hurt people. They just don't know. And I think that that's like if you have a character and that's where their traits end, you're gonna have a flat character because yeah. mm-hmm. kids are a lot more complex than that. Like it, I'm thinking of like Brink. You know where it's like. Well, he's, I mean, Brink is a great character because he's actually not selfish at all. He does everything for his family. But then he, like, has to be, he has to kind of be, like, cajoled into admitting that he's doing something for a selfish reason, which is the opposite of of most of the characters. But Xenon's also, like, really self-centered. But she's, I don't know, it's just, like, I feel like a lot of effort was put into the script in some ways. Like, they, they have, like, a chase scene, like I said. Like, they have these stunts. They have, mm. like, all these jokes about the cast of Friends and, um, like, visual gags about, like, the <laughs> guy, you know, the the weather, the actor being just, like, his sister being him wearing a wig. Like, I could see that <laughs> yeah. I can, and, I like, these, like, the sleigh that's super charged, you know, all this stuff that it felt like screenwriters had to, like, do at that time, but then the actual kid of it. And the kid, and oh, and the little brother who's annoying. And then when you actually get uh, to the kid, the heart of it, it's like I don't. All I know about Allie is that she's like kind of boring. Like, mm-hmm. and well, I don't. Honestly, I would have preferred if the Brenda Song character had been the main character because she has way more 
Like, she has redeeming qualities. She's nice. She has actual stuff in her, like, life that makes... That is difficult. Like, that, you mm-hmm. know, she doesn't have a father. Yeah. And then... In, in a similar vein to Ali's parents, like, clearly her mom is working as... Did they say whether she's, she's like, a doctor or a nurse or something? Like, working at a hospital, clearly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so that would be really busy, busy hours, like, um, that sort of thing. I think that is sort of un, unsaid that that's why she's at Allie's house a lot. Right. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I, I totally agree. Her dramatic need is much um, stronger. Mm. And she's just a generally more likable character because she's not a piece of shit. So, yeah, it's like there's, yeah, as you say, it's not, Allie's not a fleshed out character. And I think if I were watching this as a child, I would not have liked her. Like, mm-hmm. For yeah. those reasons that I don't see anything in what she's doing that is like, there's nothing to connect with, I guess. Yeah. I think that's the problem is I don't know if I would have liked her or disliked her, but there's nothing. Yeah, there's that's a, there's nothing to connect with. And that really is the difference between like the B level DCOMs and the A level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, that I I remember as a kid when I watched mm-hmm. it. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, I remember as a kid when I... during recording. <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you something. Once noon hits, two margaritas deep. <laughs> um, no, but when I was a kid watching this, I really like. I didn't. I I I don't want to say I identified with Allie, mm. but I also just like the idea of um, having a like a snow day in a place where we never get snow because obviously like San Jose is very similar to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea of just like getting hit with a snowstorm to get out of, out of school and have like a vacation just sounded like an amazing, amazing idea. Mm-hmm. And so on that front, I definitely like related to her. And then obviously like as a kid, I was not like in tuned with like the, the nuance or anything of like, you know, Oh, this girl is just like selfish. Or, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, all this stuff. So I definitely like, yeah. Like as a kid was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. But then obviously when she crossed the line with like, just being a bad friend, I was kind of like, Ooh, bitch, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I will say that now, like being an adult and looking back on it, it is jarring of how like one track minded she is. I mean, this whole thing happened just because homegirl didn't want to do a homework assignment. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, if you could just (laughs) (laughs) let's let's talk about that homework assignment for a second like, um, i mean her story sounded cool i i thought it that did. it would have been very yeah. interesting yeah yeah but i think i think lizzie you kind of touched on this for a moment earlier but so it does appear that the last day of school is december 23rd um and they have an assignment due that day and i mean my my uh schooling is a little bit different especially because this the break into Christmas is your summer break. Mm. Um, so it's quite a long uh, vacation time. But we we would usually finish like a couple of weeks before Christmas. And then 
I think some of the public schools would finish a little bit later, but it would still be like, you know, the the 20th or something. Like, mm -hmm. like several days before Christmas. And in general, those last, like, week or two before, especially at her age, there was no homework. They weren't doing oh, anything. God. It was you like the year was over. That That's when you watch movies and, like, make Christmas decorations and... Yeah, like, shit like that. Like you do busy work because the the school year's over. Like there's nothing to do. Exactly. Um, and so... like as a teacher now, like why would any teacher, in their right mind, give themselves more work to grade this yeah. close yeah, to the exactly. holiday? <laughs> like... No one wants to do anything. Teachers, students alike. It's like we're checked out. As soon as December one hits, mm -hmm. we're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the other side of like, so they have an assignment due on December 23rd and then they're going to go, it sounds like they get, they're going to have a two week break so, yeah. or like two or three weeks. And then, so yeah, so then what you come back and, and you get your assignment back. So exactly. The teachers have got to mark some fucking creative, creative writing assignment that also doesn't even sound like it's related to the time of year, which doesn't. It just sounds like a random, you have to write a story. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not even hard. Yeah. Write a story. That's awesome. <laughs> the the, Wish the I had American public that. school system does not usually value, like, creative writing. Like, you, you usually don't get to write. Like, we're very focused on essays. So. Ugh. Yeah. Ah, so, it's just, there's a lot there. And then, like, Brenda's song is like, we've had a week to do it. And you're mm -hmm. you're just now doing it. Also, the teacher like calls Allie out in the middle of the class and then says, like, Well, have you started your assignment yet? What are you doing? And yeah. and I'm just like, this is another aspect that I feel like only really happens in movies, but correct me if your school experience <laughs> was different. But I would no, the teachers would never call out a student in class for like talking or something and then be like have you begun your homework? Tell me what it is right now in Ooh. front of everyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what? It's funny because it never happened uh, like realistically in the classroom in my school, but being a teacher, I would totally do that to like the students that I <laughs> <Really>? know <laughs> are like not doing their work and just not paying attention. I would totally call them out. I do it all the time. I mean, that's probably why like some of my students don't like me. Well, um, your, stu your students are older than like 13 though, right? Like that, Yeah, that is true. So like they should be more responsible than like your average run of the mill, like middle schooler. Um, but yeah, like I, I uh, totally like see the the kind of randomness in that. But also at the same time, like as a teacher, I feel like um, she should have known what their topics were and approved them instead of just setting an assignment and saying, I'm not going to know anything about what you wrote until the day you turn it in. And then mm -hmm. it's like, you should know yeah. what her paper is about, girl. Mm -hmm. Like, don't leave your student to drown like this. I don't know. It's weird. If they have a week <laughs> to do it, and they're 13-year-olds, like, this is not high school stuff. Like, they're 13-year-olds. So you would be like, what What are you thinking for, like, to everyone in that class? You'd be like, what are you thinking for your creative writing? And they would be like, oh, I've been thinking, like, maybe this sort of thing. And it's like, well, wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't you be talking to them and being like, okay, well, um, how are you going to write that, like, sort of thing. Right. Uh, or, but also, it's, 
like what was the prompt i've never i never had a creative writing assignment when i was in school that did not have some sort of prompt totally. like yeah. where it's like write a story about this or write a story inspired by this like or yeah. here's here's a word write a story based <laughs> on this word like and it's, it, this really just seems like she came up with something out of fucking nowhere related to nothing <laughs> and now right. she's got to write that. Like... It's how it's how screenwriters think that people come up with like <laughs> yeah, ideas, totally. I think <laughs> they look uh, at a poster of Shakespeare, and then, as you say, she, the story actually sounded pretty cool. Like, what totally if Shakespeare did. was alive today, and how would he react? I'm like, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> right? I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I think that's another thing that like, ah, if I had given notes, it would have been like, and then her like storytelling comes back around and she's a good storyteller. Like I always want one of the mm -hmm. kids to have like a skill that they discover and that is like, or she's good at thinking on her feet, yeah, like, mm -hmm. like any of that. And it never, in, in, in the Chris, in uh, Santa Claus too, it's that like, Charlie's a really good, like graffiti artist, like an unusual good graffiti artist. Like I really mm. wish they had something with that because he's really good and like maybe she could be a good i don't know and it just and my i was gonna yeah. say my favorite part is when she asks her like eight-year-old brother how much he knows about shakespeare and yeah. he's on yeah. online looking at pictures of the of the pyramids right of a <laughs> very funny like, what he's shakespeare looking, he's looking at like one of those 90s like encyclopedia apps yes. you could get where sure, you'd like yeah. They had like those really average graphics, and you you would type in yeah like pyramids, and yeah. it would come up with like a picture and stuff. <laughs> before before yeah. the internet was a common thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Um, I like that part yeah. a lot. I, I was hoping there'd be more internet stuff just to see kind of what the uh, what the um, general. You you would think since her dad I, is clearly working also like wouldn't he just be living in palo alto if he's working in software like like yeah. the mom yeah. could be it can be a caterer in in the bay area like that's you do not they need easily, to be in los angeles <laughs> they easily could have said that here yeah, in there's no, silicon valley yeah there's no reason they live in in la is yeah. there there's no uh no Pressing. And it could have been a little bit easier because, you know, if you live like in Palo Alto or Los Altos or whatever, you are closer to some, I mean, obviously not like forests, but like we have redwood forests, you know, mm. and it would have been, yeah. it could have been it, a little easier sense. to, yeah. And I wow. do think Santa would probably prefer, yeah, he wouldn't be in LA. No. What does LA yeah. have to offer him? It's too hot. Right. No. Too hot. Yeah. He would go to a much more temperate region. Well, it is his summer vacation home that he's at in winter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go to like Cabo or something. He goes to or like yeah. the, like or Malibu. 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 Yeah, yeah, I didn't really think of that before, but it's so. I guess when they say summer home, they mean like it's a warm place for him to do stuff. But the forest in LA is not warm. Like forests, <laughs> yeah. forests everywhere are very cold. <laughs> I yeah, it's like it's just yeah. They totally mean like it's warm. Like and he's like and there's no. It is funny because he says there's too many distractions in the North Pole, so I got to go to a much more populous 
you know, populated area to get yeah. <laughs> a traction-free environment or something. I don't know. I've got to go to a forest on the outskirts of Los Angeles where yeah. children <laughs> may walk past when they're coming home from school. <laughs> Very Right. Still weird. things yeah. they don't like or know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're left in the, like, mountains. Maybe they're in, like, the Santa Monica Mountains or something. Because if Maybe. you go up, if you go up to like, um, um, like Mount Wilson Observatory, it's like it looks like Colorado up there, like. But is is that mm. are there houses around there? I mean, no, no. <laughs> no. So it's but not maybe, it's not really a residential area. <laughs> <laughs> maybe their school, <laughs> maybe their commute to school is. Ah, yes, the Mount Wilson Observatory Middle School. (laughs) (laughs) Junior high. You got me. You got me. (laughs) Um, Let's let's talk about Mr. Weatherman, Peter Scolari. Like... Laws. So, so yeah, he becomes the main antagonist because his job is on the line if he can't come up with something good about the storm so he decides to try and figure out where it's coming from and he does um so like but his his it's just such a wild ride he's like coming over going to their house to find them and on the way there he gets stuck in traffic which knowing what i know about how la is when it rains the reality is, if there was a blizzard, no one would leave their homes at all. <laughs> like, right. we would all hunker down as if the apocalypse had arrived. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> LA people freak out when it rains and they don't go anywhere. Like, so. Snow would be next level. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, and then this one guy just happens to have a snowmobile on the side of the road. Like, yeah. <laughs> why? Why would you yeah. possibly have that? He's probably a transplant from, and he was like, I'm bringing a snowmobile because you never know. <laughs> That's his character backstory. <laughs> On the off chance that it snows in LA. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, that was really weird. I've noticed. I was like, uh, that's mighty convenient. Like, maybe it would have been a li- little better, but I don't, if he had like an ATV, but I don't know if those can go in the snow. Hmm. Yeah, probably. Weird. I don't know either. But yeah. But yeah. So he gets this snowmobile. Yeah, and that really cool scene. Something that you'll never see in a decom again, which is uh, a whole street that they've um, sprayed down with fake snow and lined with Mm. cars. And it's not LA at all. You can tell it's not LA. But um, it's. I was like, oh my god, this is money. Like you don't really see in 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 a decom you'll see like computer effects the longer it goes like expensive mm. things in smart house but mm. you'll you won't see like well we shut down a street you know like, or yeah I mean a bunch of extras at a high school basketball game but not really <laughs> any more than that do you think it was a real street though or do you think it was like a studio lot street it looked to me it looked fairly real and i do think they shoot everything on location i think they okay. shoot everything I, I that's that's my understanding even back then um and i i kind of wonder if you shoot in a small enough town they're like oh hell yeah like yeah you can 
That's true. You could probably get just local extras. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you can, like, mm-hmm. yeah, if this stuff is going to melt and, you know. But maybe, I don't know, it is kind of, kind of a big undertaking to, like, shut down the whole street and spray it with snow and make it impassable. So. Right. Anyway, I don't know. But what were you thinking? I'm so sorry. So, it, so yeah. he gets a snowmobile from the sky, steals it, and then he goes to the house. And then he says that they've like won a competition. Oh yeah. (laughs) And that's that's how he gets inside because the mom invites him in and then he acts like an absolute crazy person (laughs) and just keeps walking around the house saying weird shit and like touching stuff and looking at things. And then and what and then weirdly she is like, Can I get you some coffee? Um and he it, what it, he likes just starts listing like random foods that he might like to eat. I like think it might be that he's trying to keep her in the kitchen so that he can go upstairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see that that went right over my head. Like it's a I, know, I know, I know. It's, it's impossible <laughs> to tell. It's impossible to tell. It's only because he like she she turns away and she's so annoyed and he like legs it upstairs. I think it's to keep her away. Then that's yeah. the only because he really doesn't yeah. Okay. Stay busy fun. so I can explore your house. Exactly. And steal the weather machine for my own. Steal the weather. I uh, was my whatever. thing was still kinda like if some random guy shows up at the front door and is like, You've won a competition from the weather on the TV <laughs> news, I would be like, um no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like and, they be, yeah. and if they were like, no, it's real, I'm like, okay, well, whatever the prize is, you can just mail it. Like, right. I don't, <laughs> please go away. Like, you are not um, coming in my house. Like, Keen, you, can, you can call us. I think brought this up last time when we did this the first time. You were like, I felt really weird about how he just came into their house. <laughs> she yeah. like, left them into the house, which is completely true. It's, it's just it's so weird. Then, she lets him in, and then he. But yeah, she lets him in and then he acts crazy. And then her response is, can I get you some coffee or something? And I'm like, I'm not offering this man anything. I would be like, you know what? Like, I think I think you could leave like that. It just was strange. (laughs) It was very strange. (laughs) It should have been like, hey, you won a special award from the weather station. Mm, you're crazy. Shut the door. End of. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I feel like a more a better ruse would have been like, um, I'm a meteorologist with the government. I don't know whatever the weather sure. authority yes, is, yeah. and um, you know we have reason to believe that your house is in an area that has some sort of issue. So we need to come and check something. Like that's Listen. the kind of shit I would come up with. <laughs> right. <laughs> Keen, keen. He's not. First of all, she was watching the weather in her kitchen. So she knows Edwin. Mm. She knows he's a local meteorologist. Well, but when he arrives, though, she seems to act like she does not know who he is. Well, I agree with you to some extent. (laughs) Also, he's not fast on his feet as we have established. And he did not think of something coming over to the house because he's also not very smart. 
So while you're correct, it is so much quote unquote funnier to watch them <laughs> stumble around and be an idiot because it's more effort for the writers to have to make him seem smooth. And it's no mm-hmm. kids like when people are funny and physically, you know, like taking the uh, shades off the lamps and whatnot. I don't know. Lord. I do think there was, Keen, I genuinely think there was like, they were probably like, he could come up with a better ruse, but like, no kids, we don't want to confuse the kids. You know, kids think it's funny when people are, you know, goofy. Literally <laughs> every everything that he does in that house, he could have done with the ruse that I just came up with on the spot, and it would have yeah. made Literally. more sense. Like, yeah, uh, it's. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he yeah. goes upstairs and he finds Spencer Breslin in his sister's bedroom with the weather machine. And it's going, it's like, what, windy? Like, it's like, like just going super crazy. Like, it's like it, a hurricane or something going on. Yeah, it, mine. he's brought it into the house for some reason and he's holding it in his lap, which doesn't make any sense, but continue. Yeah. And then, so then Edwin is basically says, like, you need to give me that to me because you stole it from your sister. And you know what happens to kids who steal things? They put them in jail for a long time. And then, Yes. Spencer Breslin is like, I don't want to be in jail. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> so he gives the weather machine to Edward Hadley. Like, mm-hmm. what else? What, what was he going to do? What was he going to do? What was Spencer Breslin? Meanwhile, at the same time, jail, you guys. He's, at the same well, time, he's eight. Sorry. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. I'm. At the same time, Santa and Allie and the elves are all figuring out a way to distract the mom so that they can also take the weather machine, which I'm like, right. "What you you live here, Allie. Why don't you just go get it? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that would have been too easy. That's why. Yeah. Would have been way too easy. So, so many things. Yeah. A lot of like... <laughs> The challenge of like, well, we, it needs to be more complicated than what it would be in real life. So how do, <laughs> how do, right. what do you do to like, yeah? And that's kind mm-hmm. of a, like what you should do is like set up, set up a situation that's actually as complicated as it would be in real life instead of something that mm-hmm. would be much simpler. Like just like be a better writer to make it like, mm. I don't know. I, they could have done a lot of stuff in my opinion. I actually, yeah. again, I don't like this. I don't hate this script, but I do think they took the easy way out a lot of times when it could have been. Much yeah. Better. Like, mm-hmm. so I do think this is like clearly like adults writing and not really, really knowing like what a kid would like. Like, put more yeah. kids in it, first of all. Like, they're surrounded by adults. Put more kids in it. We need right. like, we yeah. see more kids their age. It's that's, that's <laughs> not. Move. And not just be fucking kids for one, you know. Holes. Yeah. 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 Like we Word. don't just need those couple of shots of full child Blake to right. set up her <laughs> motivations. Like get some other kids in. <laughs> right. <laughs> child. Such a child. <laughs> um oh, so then they like all kind of 
come together, Santa or the elves and Peter Scolari and all that, and then Peter Scolari runs away with the weather machine mm. and mm. drives into a chocolate factory. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they That's give right. chase, and there are so many. There, he's covered in chocolate at one point, he's dripping, and then... Uh, well, I think this is something I bumped on when oh, we first yeah. watched this, was the the trope of... it, And this is in many movies, where it's like, oh, we're at a chocolate factory, so there's just vats of open chocolate just sitting out, like... <laughs> yeah, like, chocolate, Like, melted chocolate just hanging out, free for anything to drop into it, like... <laughs> right? That's, like, so troubling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do not want my thing. chocolate sitting there out in the open. No, no one would want that. In fact, it doesn't no. happen like that for that reason. Because right, it, yes, it is a it is not only a health hazard; it is a safety hazard. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, you'd have to keep it warm. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Hollywood's I mean, like, let's just make that. Let's just do it. Let's, let's just forget all rules of health and safety. Mm -hmm. Have this open chocolate. <laughs> well, because they pretty much wanted to effectively tar and feather him, but with yeah. chocolate and very, um. That's what I was going to ask. Was it cotton candy? Because it's Christmas. It, cotton, cotton candy. Yes. Yeah. Um, Do you call it so, fairy floss? We yeah. call it fairy floss. That is correct. Okay. okay. And then you I call believe, it fairy floss. We call yeah. it fairy floss, and then I believe the Brits call it candy floss. So, they do. Kind so of it's house. all, it's all just you know, a circle around to get. To yeah. We have such a boring name for it. That's a, I, I'll love all the other names, but like cotton candy, who the hell came up with that? Well, I think it's because <laughs> Australia doesn't really use the term candy. So, mm. like, that wouldn't make sense to Australians. So instead, it's fairy floss. Like, it's what, the, it's what the fairies use to floss their teeth. Just a little bit of sugar. Like, yeah. <laughs> love it. And, God, candy no, I want candy floss, floss. and then cotton candy because. It has a cotton, you know. I mean, we grow well, cotton. It looks like it looks like cotton. Looks like cotton. Um, yeah. That's I guess that is, that is accurate. Mm -hmm. hmm. Cool. Good. Good tangent. Good tangent. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. Uh, we we got to talk about sweets, you know. Right. Yeah, you like, um. So yeah. So. So they get the weather machine back. After having after giving Edwin Hadley a big talking to, because of course Sa Santa knows exactly who he is and what his deal is because Santa right. is a massive creep. Um oh. and then then they get they get the weather machine back to Santa's cabin in LA and it turns out it was malfunctioning because he put regular old batteries in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean it always happens. You just put you don't put the the right batteries in there and then haywire. I okay. fucking, that's I how technology that works. Like I even when I was a kid, I remember being like, oh, he has his own batteries. And it's like one thing that's mentioned one time. They made a specialized <laughs> prop for it. And then it's like <laughs> the payoff is three seconds later. It's not like they plan it and it's going to be a thing. You know what I mean? I, I, yep. I don't know. I have to say that even honestly, I was like, oh, Evermary, like there's a joke there. There's like a grown up joke there about batteries <laughs> which is yeah. the most thing to joke about and then the payoff is just that like there's regular batteries it's it, it feels like it should be like a zing against batteries like there should be mm. a more sophisticated joke about 
Duracell or something. Like you're, I want there to be like a Duracell joke in there and there's not, you, do you know what I mean? I feel like it's missing. Yeah. Something. That yeah. was definitely yeah. a missed opportunity. Yeah. For something. Not sure why. <laughs> I think about it every time we watch this movie, which is too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is the second time I've seen this movie in my lifetime, and that's definitely too, too many, so. (laughs) You're like, put this to bed. (laughs) I know, I was like, on the one hand, let's re-record it because we talk about it, and also, you know, we have so few Christmas movies to Mm -hmm. pick up. On the other hand, it means we have to watch it again, which is not ideal, but. This is what we do for the listeners. Watch, watch. Something's gonna happen to this recording, and we're gonna have to rewatch and re-record oh, it again. God, maybe, maybe <laughs> don't don't God. jinx it, Daniel. Yeah, because we already had problems with. It. Anyway, um, so, so they fix the weather machine. Mm-hmm. They solve the uh, snow problem. Stop snowing, and the sun comes out. I and mean. then, and then, Allie says that. The present that she really wants for Christmas is her dad to be back. Right. Which yeah. really, fuck you, Brenda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, just fuck Brenda. Like, what does yeah. she get? Like, right. I'll have my dad back, and you... No, you can't have your dad back. His magic yeah. doesn't stretch that far. Uh, your mom but, gets um, two shifts. So. Yeah, your mom gets to work a double shift because it's been snowing for the last two days. <laughs> and been- naturally, that would cause a lot of problems in a city where it never snows. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's really just like, you know, oh, fuck, f- fuck Brenda. Like, what, yeah. what does she get? Who, who cares? Like, <laughs> and it's just, uh, I, uh, it's, it's just, it's appalling. Because she's clearly the best character of the whole movie. But anyway, I'll... Yes. Okay. So, yes. Santa brings... But, yeah. So, it's Christmas. Um, They don't... Oh, oh, also. Also. (laughs) They don't have a real Christmas tree because they were going to go buy one on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I forgot. (laughs) Like, the, uh, the timing of Christmas, like, used to be so different from now. I don't think that it did. I think it's movie timing. Daniel, is that what you're telling me? What? Did you used to do this? Did you? No, I didn't. But my parents did. Did they? Okay. Like in my in my like like, but this was also like you know. So it it probably didn't happen like in 2000s. I feel like we were more like we did it earlier than then. But um, once upon a time, like I feel like. Way back in the sixties, um, yeah, it was a thing where like it could, uh, you didn't get your tree until Christmas Eve, and then right. you started selling because. And this, I, I feel like the reason is is because back in the day, welcome to Daniel's Christmas Corner. Um, you celebrate like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day kicks off the actual twelve days of Christmas, and that people keep their like trees and decorations up until January fifth where Christmas the season actually ends yeah. in the, like the religious uh, sense. But over yes. time, obviously it's gotten more commercial and it's all about the, the business of like Christmas and ramping up for the Christmas day. And nowadays, like people get their trees and decorations up like before Thanksgiving even, and they celebrate all December long. And then as soon as December 25th is over, cut all that shit out. Mm-hmm. And then it's like done. Um, 
So I like personally for me, while I I did bump on the like schools being in session until December twenty third, um, I didn't really I like I, I kind of believed that some families would hold off on getting their tree until like um Christmas Eve or whatnot. But even that even for them, like in two thousand, that was still cutting it way too close yeah like i i don't remember growing up us ever getting the tree that late like like we would usually get it sort of two or three weeks before christmas like Mm. i do agree with daniel i have heard stories of like my grandmother like you know that's Mm -hmm. the tree go up on because it was a much more it was you were observing ad the advent season Mm-hmm. Um, and it the 12 days of Christmas had a religious significance and at the further we get away from the Christian um, the more it's like well the tree is a decoration just like any other thing yeah so it doesn't need to go up at a certain time and it can come down whenever um, I do think that would have been Daniel I understand why you didn't bump on it um, but I do think that was even by around the turn of this century it was going by the wayside totally uh, I don't think most people were like observing just because yeah, even if it was just their kids, the pressure to like, well, we want the, you know, my friends have their tree up. Like, right. Where, you know? Yeah. And, like, I, I feel like if I had watched this at the time as a child, I would have bumped on that. Like then. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Be like, I think so why are they too. waiting so late? Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Fair. Um, I think we're both part- right. I think you're both partly right. just because it's like, well, are you and I think actually Spencer Breslin says this of like all the good trees are gonna be gone. Like he yeah. even True. says, like, why are we waiting so late? And yeah, it is. Like that's partly why you wanna get it earlier, because you get a better choice. Like Right. Yeah. God. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right, quick tangent. I remember one one Christmas my we got this tree or we got our tree and we like i think we set it up like right after like the day after thanksgiving um but we put it in a new place so that it was um kind of over a heater vent and like we didn't think about that at all so our tree dried up like super super fast Mm -hmm. and it was like the like i want to say december 20th um it was just like crisp and all of our decorations were falling off the tree and it was yeah. super, super depressing. <laughs> yeah. So like a couple days before Christmas, we just decided to go to the go to the lot and get another tree to replace it because we were like, this is too depressing. We can't have this anymore. And they were like packing up. They were like almost done. They had very few trees left and it was such a poor selection. And it's just so like depressing. Yeah, I can't even imagine getting a tree on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. That's... Yeah. I mean, like, from from this year's holiday seasons, talking about, like, Halloween and Thanksgiving, when I went, like, to go and get stuff, like, a day or two before Halloween, I went in to get some Halloween candy, and they were pretty much had stopped selling it. Like, the selection Mm. was very limited. And then for Thanksgiving, it was, like, any of the sort of... Like, obviously they had turkeys and, like, stuff, but a lot of the stuff that you would want for your classic thanksgiving was gone like and they and they and they'd already pulled out like it was like all the christmas stuff is out like the 
yeah, it's like a few days before they're packing it up because they're like, you probably <laughs> got all your shit now. Like, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, damn. Did we? Can you, do you have more? You've been like really leading the charge here. Do you have more <laughs> to say? Well, I guess the only the last thing is that so she gets her wish, and her dad comes back in a jeep with the two elves. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're not very smart, but they're they can drive. They, they can, can drive a jeep, mm-hmm. all wheel drive. Yeah, they can mm-hmm. drive from San Francisco down to LA. Which sure which can, da- with Daniel? You- what? How about how long is that drive? You've you know what? Going down, it's probably about like five and a half, six hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, so it tracks that he would get back that quickly. Extremely um, long time, though. I must say, to be in a car with strangers. But, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Totally. That that part is crazy. Intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would never. But uh, and then um, he, the dad, brings the mom a new charm for her bracelet which is like their thing Call back. Mm-hmm. and they're all happily ever after aren't they except for Brenda who gets nothing um, right <laughs> she does come over at the very end I was like wow there hasn't really even been a last beat with her she does come over at the end and they're like hooray it's and then we yeah. see Santa and Mrs. Claus uh, Mrs. Claus who has a very small role in this movie but but yeah. is on the but, uh, but is on, on the the picture that you tend to see is of Santa and Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very misleading. It is, <laughs> sure it is. Is. I was like, is she in this movie? Is he in this movie? I don't <laughs> yeah. remember any. Of that. <laughs> um, and then they are like enjoying Christmas, and that's that's kind of where we end. Um, <laughs> I, will, I will say Disney Plus. As soon as this movie ended, Disney Plus is like recommended next film was Twas the Night. Balls. <laughs> yeah. Twas yeah. the Night. It was rough. I mean, the yeah, the Christmas movie selection is like I don't know. It's very limited. It really is. Darly. Maybe they're like we don't want to take away from our. But even the I've noticed that Disney Plus has Christmas movies now. Which is interesting mm-hmm. because Disney doesn't even do a lot of theatrical Christmas releases. No, they oh, have yeah, a few. But yeah, Disney Plus, it seems like they're doing like one, at least one a year. Mm-hmm. With like big people because they have money. I mean, they've always had yeah. money. But yeah. Maybe they're realizing that the um, the at-home like holiday movie market is pretty lucrative like oh totally like people might not necessarily go out to see a christmas movie but they will watch every crappy movie you could possibly find at home like right mm-hmm. absolutely yeah yeah All yeah right. well i think the only question left is do we want this d <sighs> i think <I'm> torn <laughs> me too I think I want it about as much as Blake is a child. Um, that's, <laughs> that's how I feel. Sure is a child. Sure is. I want the D as badly as Allie wants to ignore Sam's actual problems. <laughs> so a lot? Are you saying a yeah. lot? <laughs> I guess so. Um <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about the implications of this, me liking the movie. This backfired. 
<laughs> I will say it's not. I I will probably like. Yeah, I mean, I, I will. In it's, I won't go to it for character development. Um, I won't go to this movie for the structure, but I will just maybe show my students if I'm looking for to kill some time. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think. Hang on, I had a good one for this. Uh, I want the D as much as I want to hear about the cast of friends getting um, stuck in a parking lot at the, <laughs> at the studio and Jennifer Love Hewitt slipping oh. on ice in her bank. Uh, I forgot these little about bits. that. <laughs> so, that's, yep. so that's, good. that's the action news that that news guy really wants to hear about. Like none of yeah. this, none of this weather shit. Like what yeah. are the cast of friends doing? How is Jennifer right. Love Hewitt doing? Like, mm-hmm. Like, if you want those bits of news on the air, tell your anchors, not your weatherman. Dude. Yeah. He basically yeah. wants his news show to be TMZ. Like, yeah. That's weather-related TMZ. Because everything, yeah. it wasn't just, like, the cast of Friends. It was specifically that they've gotten snowed in, specifically that Jennifer Love Hewitt slipped on some ice. It's like, you'll, you get to do the weather, but you have to do it in a blind right. items, like, tabloid type of thing. Yeah. It's TMZ that's- and the weather. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's how you make the weather relevant. It's a, it's a real <laughs> classic <laughs> format. <laughs> the weather relevant. Because these kids today, they don't care about the weather. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I know about Gen uh, Gen Z, it's that they're nice. like whatever. They they don't watch the Weather Channel anymore. No. Is, yeah. Oh, okay. that's depressing. That changed. <laughs> wow. Wow, we did that. We, we did it. Did. It was much. We made it through. <laughs> to be honest with. You. We did. <laughs> and, I mean, it's honestly we've talked longer than the movie actually goes for. I feel, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a short film. It's like 120 <laughs> minutes, like an hour and 20 minutes, rather. Like, yeah, right. Um, a brief right. minutes. Well, uh-huh. Daniel, do do you have anything to plug? Do I have anything to plug? Um, no, still just me. Uh, <laughs> Follow my uh, Instagram or my Twitter. My Instagram at Daniel J Martinez Jr. My Twitter uh, at the Artister. Um, currently cooking something up on Twitter that I will reveal in a few weeks. Hopefully, Ooh. Oh, that's really good reason to follow. It's us. like nothing super exciting. You guys, once I reveal it, you guys are gonna be like, "That's it!" Wow. <laughs> well, I'm very excited. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can say you can back backtrack on what you just said right (laughs) Um, you can follow this podcast on instagram twitter and facebook links are in the description for this episode and email us at talkaboutthed at gmail.com with any questions comments or requests we would love to hear from you uh Mm -hmm. rate and review us wherever you are currently listening to this podcast and yeah we hope you're enjoying all of this Christmassy content. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Hope you're all celebrating in a safe way this year. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. We will leave it there. So, yeah. Daniel. Yes. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. Always for a pleasure. Me. <laughs> uh. Stop. <laughs> All right. Good. <laughs> Bye.